Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 335 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be talking about how to sell without feeling gross with Melanie Childers. Now, you're going to hear me kind of stop in the middle of this episode and really make sure that you are able to redirect your brains around the idea that you don't have to be selling if you only have like a personal service. We definitely talk about like one-on-one, what a discovery call can kind of sound like, but we also are giving you specific specifics on how you can pitch yourself to sponsors, what this looks like if you are potentially trying to sell affiliate links as part of what you do. So I don't want you to think that this is only meant for those that have their own personal product or service. This definitely is meant for them and going to benefit from it. But if you are still doing sponsorships and affiliates, this is going to be a conversation that you're going to want to listen to. We really talk about questions that you can ask that brand to continue to pull them in and walk you along of how that relationship can benefit both of you. So if you haven't already left a rating and review on your favorite podcasting app, I would so appreciate it if you took the time to do so. You can also grab my pitch guide, which is going to help you along the way. All right, you guys, let's dive in. Hi, Melanie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so oh. thrilled to be here. Of course. I'm so excited to have you. I was connected through you. I think we were in a summit together or a bundle through Faith Mariah. And I was like, I loved your aura and the way that you talked about selling, because I know that it makes a lot of people feel gross. So before we (laughs) actually kind of jump into that topic, can you just introduce yourself and your business to my audience for those that don't know you? Sure. Of course. I am Melanie Childers. I am a business coach for feminist entrepreneurs, and I teach marketing and selling and copy and being a confident CEO. I call it the bad bitch CEO. So the confident bad bitch rock star CEO that you were born to be. And yeah, we just have so much fun building businesses without hustle and anxiety and you know, really creating businesses that we love that also change the world for the better. Love it. Excellent. So let's talk about this whole idea of selling. What is consensual selling? Because I love that term that you use. I've noticed the copy on your website where you talked a little bit about that. So what is consensual selling? Well, I mean, first, I think it's really important to talk about like why selling feels gross because so many you know, women and, and those socialized as women, entrepreneurs tend to shy away from selling. And it's because we've been taught to sell by, frankly, toxic white dude bros who've created the whole paradigm of like, this is how you sell. And it always includes manipulation, pushing on pain points, um, lying, (laughs) you know, convincing, like talking people into something. And so I think when, when we as entrepreneurs go into the selling phase and you can't you can't have a business without selling y'all. You just can't. Um, when we go into that, we think selling equals convincing. And so 
what the mental shift that we have to make is that, nope, that's just one way that we've been taught how to sell. And it's not actually even the most successful or effective way to sell. And selling is not convincing people. Selling is helping them get what they already want, which is just a desire that they have. And so the concept of like consensual selling is really being in partnership and relationship with the person that you are on a sales call with. And even like in your marketing, in order to help them get what they already want. And it really like it just comes from collaborating with the dream that they have, the desire that they want, and being in service to that desire at the highest level. And consent just means asking questions. Is yes. this the step that you want to take next? It really can be that simple. It does not have to be complicated. Is do you want to take the next step with me? Right. That's that's consent. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. And I do. I think when you talk about the selling, it's the manipulation part of it that we often hear about. Twisting the words or twisting their feelings to make them think that that's exactly what they want. But when we're talking about it here, you focus more on the problem, making them, helping them walk them through that journey. And I love that because I think that's what our content is normally based upon, the content that we're putting out there. So why not keep it that way on a sales call? So. Yeah. How do we actually successfully consensually sell? Is there something that we need to do in order for it to work? Well, I think just coming at it from the selling is helping mindset is really helpful. And thinking through like, okay, if we've created a relationship through engaging online or through the marketing like selling is just taking that relationship to the next step. And if you think about it like, like a relationship, like I want to take that next step with you. Do you want to take that next step with me? Right? Like it, it simply is a, an asking of like, are you in? Do you want this as well? And then respecting the yes or the no. Like if it's a no, right. back off or ask questions. Like, is it, okay, is it really like a hell no, I do not want this? Or is it a no coming from a place of fear or a place of, I don't have the money or a place of, I'm not sure I'll do the work. And then then you can start to investigate what's under the no, but you have to ask first, like, is this, is this a no? Like truly, you don't want to do this work. You don't want the, you know, the thing that you signed up to be on this call for, or is it, a no coming from another place? And and do you want to investigate that with me? I think asking that question is so important because I think so many people like get to the no and they either stop or they get to the no and then they start to accidentally unconsciously convince. And it's like, we can just pause there <laughs> and ask the question like, is this truly a no because you don't want that anymore? Or is this a no because there's something else happening? And do you want to investigate that with me? Right. That is to me the key that unlocks like people allowing you in to investigate with them and to be really, really curious about, about their deepest desires. And fig then they can start to figure out how do I how do I problem solve? How do I get resourceful to get the thing that I said that I wanted? 
Yes. Because to get them to that point, they had to be attracted to something to find you, right? And there's only so much that we can offer through a blog post or through an Instagram reel or however it is that we've attracted them to us. There's only so much that we can offer. So that the next step of a paid product or paid service is going to be that higher level. Let me hold your hand a bit more to help you show you down the path of where you're trying to go to get that problem solved. And I think that's often the piece that gets missed is that we think, well, we put out content all the time. We're so used to just putting it out there for free. How do I get them to the next step? And it's the next step is really just more of you going deeper with them to make sure that that problem is completely solved for them or helping them along the way to get it completely solved. Yeah. Yeah. And and knowing like they want my help and I'm going to ask at every step really helps like calm down the stress and anxiety of like the quote unquote, now I have to sell. Like, no, no, they want to take the next step, and I'm going to help them. And I'm going to ask, do you still want to take this next step? Do you still do you want to talk about what's what's under the no? Do you want to figure out how you could afford this? Or do you want to figure out how you'll find the time to do this program? Do you want to figure out the path to the next steps? I'm here with you. Like, I think that that is such a, a loving and generous place to be serving is on the sales call. And once, once they have, you know, walking them through that process and then helping them decide how to, and figure out how to decide for the future that they want, because we all have human brains. They're all, (laughs) uh, you know, a confused mind says no, (laughs) A, a, a mind that hasn't quite figured out how to get to the next place will say no, right? Like a mind that's in probability of looking at the past is more likely to say no versus a mind that's looking at possibility. And our job as entrepreneurs is to help them see what's possible for them and help them decide, do I truly want that? And what am I willing to do to get there for myself? Yes. So one of the things I want to make sure that I bring up, because a lot of my audience is our bloggers that may not have their own service as of yet, or even product at this point. And what I want my listeners to really think about is how can I apply what we're talking about here as far as that consensual selling to brand sponsorships? How could you... When you are trying to pitch brands to do a sponsorship with you, you are selling yourself. You are trying to find the problem that that brand is trying to solve. And that is what you are consensually selling with them. So everything that we're talking about here, I know some of you are listening and going, but I don't have a product. I don't have a service. I want you to think about how can you apply this even to affiliate relationships that you are trying to send people to different links or different products that way. So really take these kind of questions because now I want to go a little bit deeper with this, Melanie. Are there questions that we can actually ask to make sure that who you're speaking to is on board with your program or proposal? Yeah. I mean, to me... It's it's simple simple questions like how will this help your audience? And then show them. Don't just tell them, show them. This is how. Right. It can be as simple as um you know what's what is in it for the affiliate? What's in it for the pro, the sponsor? Yes, the brand, yes. Yeah, what's in it for the brand? And how can you help them because listen, every single human's like 
number one thought is what's in it for me. Yes. Whether they're a company or an affiliate or whatever, what's in it for me? So show them what's in it for them. And then think through like, what's the benefit of taking this relationship to the next level? And how do I want to express that? Because there aren't any, here's the thing, y'all are bloggers. There's not any perfect words right. in order to create consent, quote unquote. They're not perfect words. There's the words that you have that feel and are coming from a loving, generous place. And so that might sound like, for me, it might sound like, hey, I love what you do. And I know my people are going to love XYZ product. Would you be interested in taking this relationship a little bit deeper, a little bit further, or exploring how we might work together, right? Like you're just asking a question. They always have the agency, their own decisiveness to say yes or no, right? Yes. So good. So what is the best way to handle objections? Ooh, I love this question. Um, let's get more specific to your audience. How how does your audience think about objections? Um, I think it'll depend upon if it's a sponsorship it, that okay. they're trying to work with a brand. A brand will come back and say, oh, we don't have the um, money right now for that campaign or that's out of our budget. Um, and then for those that obviously offer services or products, it's going to be, I can't afford it right now. Or that's, uh, you know... The timing, I'm just so busy right now in order to put in the energy to do your program or service. Oh, so interesting. So I think to me, if it were me and a sponsor came back to me and I deeply believed, because I think that this is a key piece, you must deeply believe that your blog, your services, your products can help the person on the other side or the brand on the other side. And so if it's you know, we don't have the budget this year. It might be, well, let me let me help you understand how important this partnership could be for you. Coming back to what's in it for them. Because here's the thing, we find the money for the things that we value and the things that we think are important and will help us. And so, so yes. I would go even deeper and say, do you want to discuss the importance of this, or let me share with you the importance of this because you already have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And if it's still a no, okay, great. Well, let's figure out when it might be a yes. Yes. Will you have the budget? Right. When, when will you make your next budgeting decisions? Would you like to discuss that piece? Right. Yes. And I think that that's the piece that a lot of people get pushed off by is when they get that objection, they think it's a no forever. When in reality, it's just a no for right now. So asking that next question, when will you be looking at your budget for Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, whatever you're going into, um, or, or kind of getting that idea so that you can. And I love the question that you said that as far as really being able to explain what it is that you bring to the table. Because I think that piece we often gets missed when they can tell you what their goals are, what they're trying to get out of the campaign. So if it's actual clicks to a website or whether they are trying to build brand awareness, what sets you apart that can make sure that you can do those things? If you have an email list, do you get a lot of leads because you're already ranking for the product or services they offer um, or content that would easily fall into that product or service that they offer. I just yeah. love that you said that, really being able to set yourself apart. 
A hundred percent. And and again, like people and companies invest in what they think is important. So the more and more that you can explain why what you're doing is important and show the importance of it. So that might look like your reach, your click rates, your rankings, stuff like that. And and think about, I love that, like what makes me different, what sets me apart or what sets my audience apart that you might be missing. You might be missing this whole market of people over here. Let me help you understand why, where I am, my space, my influence and my platform is really important for you. So now let's turn it to someone that does have their own service. Let's say it's someone that may work one-on-one with as a therapist or pelvic floor therapist. I love that one because I actually have a client right now that I'm thinking of that does this. Um, And an objection that they may receive is, I'm busy with my kids. I don't have a ton of time to be able to do a program. What would be a good objection to that? Yeah. I mean, the way that I think about that objection is, is again, the same thing. Like we find the time for the things that are important for us and thinking through like why for yourself as the service provider, why is this one of the most important things that they can spend their time on? Because here's the thing, y'all, time expands to fill the space of whatever you give it, right? So like if you set yourself, it's going to take me two hours to write a blog post, it will take you the two full hours. But if you decide I have 30 minutes, I'm going to sit down and write a blog post, you'll do it in 30 minutes. And so just knowing that that's the way the human brain works, people will spend their time on the things that they value. And so you have to do the mental work to think about why is it important for them to spend their time on this? And how can I explain that to them? And maybe it really is just saying, you know, this is like 30 minutes a day. How would you find 30 minutes a day for the most important thing in your life? If you truly want this result that my service you know, my products give you, how will you find the time? Because I can't is just the brain's first response, right? Like our, our brains are not most, most of us are not like naturally programmed to figure out how could I figure it out? Right. They're programmed to just decide I can't. And so like, we have to dig a little bit deeper and ask the brain to get curious. Okay, I understand that. If this is really important to you, how would you figure out where to make the time? Right? Would you get up a little bit earlier? Would you use your lunch hour? Would you use the time after the kids have gone to bed? Do you have 10 minutes to take a walk? Do you have, right? Like starting to think about how how would you figure it out? That's when they can start to get really resourceful. But yes. it, it has to it, I think it's important to frame it through. I don't want to say have to because there are no have tos here, but I think it's important to frame it through the lens of you said you wanted this thing. It's going to require a little bit of your investment. And that means some time, some money. How do you want to figure it out so that you can get this thing that you said that you wanted? Right. And I think too, bringing it back to that transformation that they ultimately could have. So pelvic floor therapist, being able to play with your kids without worrying about if you sneeze, you're going to have to go running inside to change. (laughs) Or if it's a therapist, having a good relationship with your significant other 
or your kids, or if you're dealing with anxiety, it's that transformation piece that you have to continually, I think, bring up because that is why they were initially drawn to you because they see that there's a problem. But if we start talking simply about assets and this is what you get and this is what you get, that's not what they're there for. They're there ultimately to make their life better. So you have to know how you're going to be doing that in order to bring that to them. Yeah. And I think what's so important, especially with the time piece is to for you to investigate as the service provider, like what else are they spending their time on that they don't want to be spending their time on? So if it's like the pelvic floor thing, how how much time are you spending worrying that you're going to pee your pants when you sneeze? Or mm-hmm. laugh? How much time does it actually take you to go clean up the mess and change your clothes? And how many times are you doing that a day or a week? Right? right. Like what if you could be investing that time into figuring out how to solve this problem forever? Yes. And the things that you're missing out on, because there's probably things that they're not doing, not running that marathon that they may have thought they were going to run or chasing after their kids even. Um, So yes, I love that. So good. So what would you say is the biggest mistake made when selling? I think one of the things that I see the biggest mistakes is not making the offer and not offering your services. Like I think people just don't sell as much as they think as they should be. And so if this is you, right? Like, oh, but I make an offer once a week. Mm -mm, Triple that. And then triple that again. Okay. So you're saying to make it that offer more, not necessarily on the call. Like if you get on a call for a discovery call or something like that, but actually putting it out there, letting it be known that you offer this service, this product. Yes. Love it. Yes. Because I used to do this. I would be like, yes, but, but I told people about my services this week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, how many times, you know, once it took me two hours to put that post together. And it only took me two hours because I was so scared. Right. And I was so freaking out and spinning out and like wanting to vomit. And it's like, okay, but we need to do this every day. And the more you do it, the less time it will take. And the more you do it, the more people will know you in your industry for exactly what you do. And the more practice you will get making the offer, marketing, selling, and the more sales you will make. So hold. You're going to want to feel like you need to vomit. It's okay. Be nice to yourself and do it anyway. Right. Yes. I love that. Because I do. I think that's one of the pushbacks I get from clients when they do like a flash sale on something or if they try to do a launch. Then I'll say, okay, you put it out there. You did a Black Friday special. What did that look like? How many emails did we send? How many you know Instagram posts did we put out? And they're like, well, I did one Instagram story and I did one email. I'm like... That's not a sales. That's not sales. That's like, not enough. Listen, y'all, I know you're going to hate to hear this and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but people need to hear things 17 to 20 times before they say yes. Be willing to be annoying. It's okay if they think you're annoying, they'll unsubscribe. Unsubscribers right. is not the end. That's not that's not a failure. It just means they were never going to buy and that's okay. Yes, get rid be of willing. them. Yes, let them go with love. And sell to the people who want it. Your audience is full of them. Make offers to them. They need to see it so much that when the words come up that identify you and your brand, they know it's you. 
you have to become known and becoming known means you have to be visible and you have to be willing to be annoying. So good. Yes. I love that. Cause it is, I think a lot of people get stuck on the unsubscribes and see them and go, Oh, about all these people unsubscribing. And I'm like, no, that's dead weight that you're getting rid of that. You're not having to pay to, for them to just sit there on your list, not doing anything. Yes. We want them to exit and exit for themselves. <laughs> I so send them with so much love. Like I, I visibly yes. go, it used to like freak me out so bad to get unsubscribes. And now I visibly go and people unsubscribe and I like put my hand on my heart and I'm like, I love you. Thank you so much for making a decision for yourself. Bye. It was nice Bye. knowing you. I'll be here if you ever want to come back. Like I don't send them an email. I just like say that to myself because that helps calm down like the stress response of like, oh no, something's gone terribly wrong like, no, 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 this is a good thing. They are self-selecting out. And that is a beautiful thing. Thank you for being part of my audience. Absolutely. And I think for some of us that are listening, we have different stages within our business. Like I can think of one client in particular, who's a homeschooler, where they probably came on at some point to your list maybe their kids are no longer being homeschooled or they've graduated or, you know, especially if you've had your business for a while. So understanding that that's part of their journey is to unsubscribe um, and to move on to bigger and better things is perfectly fine. I think it's important to keep in mind. Yeah. And I think so, so many people are afraid to be controversial or to stand for something. And the thing is, the more you stand for what you believe in, the more people are going to select out. And that's a good thing. They were never really in your audience to begin with. Please stand for something. Please stand up and make a difference. And, you know, stand on your own. Who cares what the haters think? They weren't, they're not here for you. Right. It's all about your positioning for sure. And being able to set yourself apart that way to attract the people that are meant to, to be served by your content and the problems that you can solve for them. So tell me more about your consensual selling conversations guide that you offer, because we're going to link to that in the show notes. And my audience always knows they can always send me a DM on Instagram, and I'll make sure that I send that link directly to them so they can go and grab that. But just tell us a little bit more about your guide that you offer. Sure. So I offer a free 30-page guide to consensual selling conversations. And I also have a masterclass called how to sign your next three F yeah clients. And you get that workbook as part of that. So if you want to do that, just head over to melaniechilders.com forward slash sales masterclass and sign up for the list there. And you will get the replay and your workbook all in one. Excellent. We are going to make sure to link to those in the show notes. Melanie, where else, um, where are the best places for people to connect with you? Sure. Um, I am at melaniechilders.com. And twice a year, I run the Bad Bitch Mastermind. By the time this airs, it might be called something different, but you'll find everything you need over at melaniechilders.com forward slash mastermind. And that is the work that I do to help women really blow up their service-based business with their values and their ethics firmly on lock. And I also run the Bad Bitch Entrepreneur podcast. So you can listen to all of my episodes there. Jenny will be on it soon. (laughs) Very good. We will make sure to link to those in the show notes. Melanie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and my audience. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that this helps so many of your bloggers change the way that they feel about selling and go get it. Go get it, y'all. Love it. All right. I hope that really helps you wrap your 
your brain around the idea that you need to have a shift in your mindset when it comes to selling. It's not about manipulating and getting people to never be able to get them to say no. We want them to say, hey, nope, that necessarily isn't what I'm, where I'm at or where I'm going to be at this point and get them to potentially move on so that you can find the right people that are meant to benefit from your products and services that you offer. As always, I appreciate you guys so much. Make sure that if you haven't already jumped in to the free course that I offer, that is the three secrets that brands are not telling you about sponsorships, that you make sure that you hop over and join that. That is a free workshop that I take you through and really show you the behind the scenes of what you're not being told about that. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then.